Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to a That's Garbage Media production. Champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your no! favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. No! Introducing first. your hosts, Snake and Trav. What up, Trav? Happy Hour, episode 30. What up, what up? Long standing return. Apologies in advance to the listeners. I uh, just checked last episode, March 31st. That seems impossible, but uh, we did take two weeks off. Hand up. That's on us. Yeah, triple buy, I believe, is what I triple buy. Like to refer to it as. You were it trying sounds, to justify that. Better. You were trying to justify that with the Big Ten tourney has some sort of triple buy that may or may not have happened in history. At some point in time, um, yeah. You think it existed? I don't don't know if that happens, yeah. Let's just go with it. The old Big Ten triple buy. But we are back. It's episode 30. Uh, Now we just have all the more to catch up on, T-Man. Let's just start off with a classic, how was your weekend, brother? And I guess in this case, weekend is the last couple weeks. Haven't conversed a ton. Yeah, weekend is a relative term anymore. <laughs> but uh no, I've been I've been good, man. I haven't really done anything too crazy. Uh obviously uh, you got a couple things going on between the the new the new pup and uh, of course the the honeymoon. Um Yeah, I almost forgot I had a new dog. Well, technically our <laughs> my mother-in-law, our babysitter had spent more days with the dog than I had before we left uh, by the time we came back. So she did about 10 days of babysitting. I think we only had the dog for five or six days. So I was a little worried it wouldn't know who we were. It did. I think this dog likes uh, her more than me, which is a little bit of a spin off Penny. So I don't know how to feel about that quite yet. I haven't won him over, (laughs) but uh, he's pretty cool. It's, that was a that was kind of a wild thing to come back from a honeymoon and just immediately be on puppy training. Didn't really get to relax, so that was fun. Um, didn't even didn't even think about that component of it. I guess yeah, the I potty train. You remember like the potty training thing? You forget how annoying it is till you have the puppy again. Because do you well, recall it being like pretty easy? Because I, I did. I don't remember it being uh, rem- like more than. Uh, more than mildly painful. Like it, it seemed, it didn't seem like a big deal at all. I, I went in with like this, I went into it like, this is going to be pretty rough. Terrified. Yeah. It, it seemed like maybe two and a half weeks of him waking me up every couple hours after that. Just pretty good. Like he went, might not sleep through the night. He'd probably wake me up at like three to go, but he'd go and then he'd just go right back to bed. So yeah, he's, this dog is like, intermittently waking us up at night it's been probably a few days in a row now where it has not um 
I think he's sleeping through the night at this point, but working from home is like a blessing in disguise because I'd almost rather just be like working in an office and having a sitter come take the dog out every two hours because it is hard to get stuff done. And then you feel guilty like taking the dog out for 10 minutes or five minutes and throwing them back in the crate. Like I'm finding that I'm like, I have to spend more than 15 minutes with this guy before I can just chuck him back in there. Uh, but thankfully that does make the potty training easy. Uh, it doesn't, that's like a little trick of the trade. I don't know if you guys use that, but he won't piss in the crate. Right. So can't piss on the floor. If I basically relegate him to the crate when I'm not with him up there. So did you guys go, yeah, I believe- did you guys go pee pads or any of that stuff? Cause we're not into that. I believe you told me about the put him in the crate maneuver. Cause we definitely would do that. And he has never peed in his crate, no matter how long we would like make him wait. Uh, we lived in a apartment building where it probably took, I don't know, a solid minute or so to get outside. So when he was little, we had a pee pad like on our back balcony. We just took like everything off of it basically and just had a little pad out there. Oh, you're calling that a pee pad. That was like, you you had fake turf out there. I remember that's what you're talking about. It was the grossest thing in the world, though. Yeah, it was I mean, sick. Well, he was going twos on that thing as well. Oh, he just, he got to the point where we would, we'd be like, all right, you, we're only taking him outside now. We only had it outside just, um, just for like when my wife would come home from a call shift and, uh, not like want to run him outside. And then he just was like, well, why would I go? downstairs and go outside when i could just go out to this door i don't know so. that thing was like four foot by five foot if i remember like it was big enough it was like a mini patch it's, of it i don't think it's that i don't think it was that big it was smaller than you think it was honestly like one of the grossest things i can ever think of but the <laughs> amount of time i saved i mean when he was a puppy i literally had to pick him up and carry him downstairs too yeah, because they can't do the stairs. Plus, you don't want him taking a leak in the hallway or the elevator or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he did take a couple whizzes in the hallway. That's fine. That'll buff out. Never took a, never took a whiz in the crate though. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, crate training. Oh, uh, another life hack, which I don't know if this is going to work under your circumstances, but get a second dog, and the first dog wears out the puppy. Like it took a few. It probably took a week or a week and a half, but. These guys are immediately like battle royale. Like it went from the older dog being really respectful of the puppy biting her and nipping at her. And now she just gives it right back and like puts him in his place. So they both like wear each other out with just like a constant wrestling match in our living room or out in the yard. Great, Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's like it's like us growing up. Same thing. Yeah. More kids, the merrier. Like the hell out of each other. Yeah. Yeah, and you can kind of uh, sit back. Like, I literally have a lawn chair out in the backyard. Like, sometimes I'm just, like, sitting. Drinking beer? Doing my own thing. I haven't drank a beer out there yet, but... Wife beater? <laughs> uh, maybe this weekend. That that could be in play. I think that's all the notable, all the notable puppy talk I have. Um, uh, let's go to honeymoon. So, fresh back from the honeymoon... Uh, we were talking about this before we fired up, but left Hawaii, departed Hawaii at 10 a.m. local, I believe, or got to the airport at 10 a.m. local, and then 
got to the DC airport at 6 a.m. local. So it was a long day, almost quite literally a day of traveling. Uh, we got back Tuesday morning. So it is now Thursday, trying to get back in the swing of things here. Uh, I'd like to go over kind of the whole trip, but I have like a bolded list, which is essentially things I just learned about Hawaii. They're not in really any particular <laughs> order here, but I'll just go down the bolded list. And I think a lot of these, yeah. this is, this should be fun because obviously you'd been there. I think you'd been to a couple islands. So I'm hoping you can give me. I think that like, I think we need to explain to the listeners that me and you just lived like a very sheltered life in general, I think growing up. So a lot of these things that people just are like, well, obviously I, I think a lot of these me- are fair. The stuff that I was okay. shocked by over there. I don't know that has much to do with me being sheltered as far as, as much as I think Hawaii is just kind of a wild place. But then again, maybe you're right. I haven't been to like the Caribbean or some of these countries same, down in same, yeah. same. That's the most, that's the most like tropical location I've ever been to. So, and I guess like they filmed Jurassic park in I think in Maui. So yeah, when someone told me that I was like, okay, that kind of helps me put it into perspective a little bit that it really is like a pretty, pretty uh amazing place like yeah there's... they at least filmed scenes of jurassic park in maui i know that because we almost stopped at one of them uh but yeah it's 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 a bizarre place it's got like you know how the east coast is just beaches and then the west coast you'll actually get like some beach but also some like cliffside um so hawaii's like that as well it has basically everything there was I don't know if you saw some of these. There was black beaches. There was red beaches, standard white beaches. Water was crystal clear blue. Yeah. It was, yeah, nothing that I had ever seen before. Um, but how'd like, guys, I, how'd you guys get around? We did rent a rig. That's a life pro tip right off the bat. Um, yeah. When you rent a rig, if you can pull this off, I found a rental on Turo, which was, the exact same car that Keeks owns. So jumping into this bad boy, like it was familiar territory. Oh, wow. Okay. That sounds like a, um, that sounds like that's the old man. Take that's an old I man think. life pro tip. Yeah. Like I knew what kind um, of instruments I was working with immediately. It was actually kind of weird. My- At one point I was driving and I was like, I wonder if people think it's weird that we have a Penn state <laughs> magnet on the back of this car in Hawaii. And I was like, Oh no, that's, Never mind. We're not in that car. <laughs> Wrong Subaru. <laughs> yeah. I. It's funny because I went total total opposite on that. I was like, "What vehicles? What vehicles? Like, have I always wanted to drive that I never have driven?" <laughs> so, like, we got a Jeep for five days. Like, rode with the doors off. That was the only other car I would have wanted was a Jeep. Um, and then uh, I got a Tacoma for the second five days, and the day before the guy canceled on me. So. <laughs> Oh, so you didn't get to you didn't get to do the Tacoma. Didn't get to do the Tacoma. We had to rent a we had to rent a car, and the it was that actually ended up working out because this guy gave us some really nice uh, BMW or something when we got there. He was like, "Hey, what would you say <laughs> if I just upgraded you for free?" I was like, "That would be <laughs> great, thanks, good. man." Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I feel like that's a good starting point for my list. So you said the magic word. Tacoma. So that's kind of what I wanted to start with. Um, this is 
So this is a thing that didn't surprise me because you kind of warned me about it. A lot of Jeeps on the island. A lot of the locals there drive Jeeps. I was not, however, prepared for how many Toyota Tacomas I would I was about to see, particularly lifted Toyota Tacomas with large tires. I thought that was odd. Did that strike you as strange? As well? I, I feel like they should just open a manufacturing plant on that island. I I think I think that's just got to be the one of the like most popular vehicles on the road, man. Because I don't remember seeing that many in Hawaii, but I can tell you in Denver, it seems like one out of every three cars that drives by me is a Tacoma or the other one, Forerunner. Okay. Um, this was strictly. I might have saw one Tundra, one Forerunner, and probably. 10,000 Toyota Tacomas. So I'm telling you, something's happening on the island of Maui with Toyota Tacomas. Speaking of rigs, license plates, another thing I should have seen coming. Logically, this is like a six-hour flight from the States to Hawaii. Would you expect to see any cars that have a license plate other than Hawaii? So... Yes, I think because I feel like everyone is I feel like everyone is like moving there and yeah, I don't know. I guess I never thought about it. Like how do you get your car there? I would intuitively being that that's 2000 some miles from California, that's a long way for a boat to take it. I would think you would sell your rig and buy a new one. However, okay. I did I did see one car the entire time that had a California license plate. So somebody did it. Obviously there is okay. some sort of service that does like you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Um so are you going to say that predominantly most of the license plates were not Hawaii or were Hawaii? No, no, no. Everything was Hawaii except one rig. Okay. okay. And I saw that one rig immediately as we were driving from the airport to our destination when we first okay. got there. So common sense tells you they were all they would all be Hawaii, but I yeah I don't think I don't feel like that was necessarily the case. Plus, like rental cars, don't they like do some sort of stunt where they you know ours said Hawaii. I don't. I think okay, that's okay. such an isolated place that I didn't expect to see anything but Hawaii. Okay. Pretty much confirmed. I just saw the one car that was California. Um, okay. Oh, I got one more driving related thing. And again, this is one you can weigh in and tell me if you agree with this. I think the speed limits there were not only nonsensical, but they were also arbitrary. I saw maybe two or three cops the entire time we were there, and I could not make sense of the speed limits the whole time. Like, the speed limit would just go from 25 to 55, down to 35, and then back up again. And the road really hadn't changed. Like It'd be like a four-lane highway without a median and it was just I, fluctuating i do remember that um, and i was just it, getting dogged. it was hard to keep track of like i was like i guess i need to go 20 over because even the right lane is uncomfortable with how slow i'm driving because i was following speed limits for the first day or two i mean yeah there's definitely times where you're going like the speed limit is 25 and you're like why is it 25 when i could just literally go 55 uh, and just it, it right looks like it looks like 55. Yeah, it's four lanes. There was a lot of that I noticed. 
I wonder if that's like some, I don't know, municipality stuff or something where like <laughs> yeah. certain, certain little spots there are like, yep. Speed limit's got to be 25. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, yeah. It's a good point. I, I didn't really think about that. Okay. And then just so I have a feel here, where did you stay on this Island? What part? Uh, of so multiple, well, we stayed, multiple locations, first, right? Yeah. Sorry. So the first, uh, five days or so was in Oahu. Um, just like i don't know maybe five or ten miles like east of honolulu uh on the water down there uh just east of uh, waikiki beach i think that's where a lot of people stay um is so waikiki beach. Is, so you said oahu that's the name of the oahu island is is the island yeah and then when we stayed in maui we stayed in i think it was uh walea it's like place? on the south side of the island southwest yes. yeah. yeah southwest yeah kind of corner there yep I okay i think you can really i don't think you could pick a bad spot in maui did uh, you drive to the east end of maui to see hana yes so we actually went the we were on the we were on the southwest portion <laughs> though and we actually went the you went the back way, way. Yes. which was one of the wildest experiences of my life. You didn't go that way as well, did you? We did. So we went, okay, we went, wow. the, we okay. drove, we basically saw this entire island because we chose to spend the Correct. entire time there. So we drove okay. the front way on the way there, which yes. you never got a taste of that. Like the north uh, side of I the island. That, I got that on the way back because we made the full loop too. Oh, you did it counterclockwise. Yes. So you so, really yeah, did the did. opposite thing. Okay. Yeah, we did yeah. like a clockwise run, which most people okay. don't take that back road at all. Like they mo- they just stay on the north side of the I island. I don't know if I'd recommend it to a friend unless you <laughs> actually have. We were driving in like a whatever they call that thing, BMW like Oh, you took some that sort thing. S series. Yeah, no, I definitely had it. There was definitely a scrape on. White knuckle. Uh, they didn't say anything to me though, so. But um Yeah, it gets a lot of rental <laughs> rental car contracts. Like it'll say in the language when you rent on Maui Island, do not take this car through that stretch of road, like AKA the back way to Hana. I agree. No, I agree. He they didn't say that to us. I'm, I'm sure I was not supposed to. Absolutely but, nuts. Both ways. Absolutely nuts. No, I've never driven on a road like that. I would say it was predominantly 1.5 cars wide with just intermittent pull-offs. Again, the speed limit was kind of arbitrary. Like if someone was coming the other way, just be prepared at most of the time to to pull over. Every bridge is you, one lane. Like what would you compare? Yeah, what would you compare that to? This is the this is the only thing I can think of is, uh, you know, that street in between basically College and Beaver Avenue, uh, which is basically meant for like one car, but I yeah. think it is two ways. Calder, Calder Avenue. Yeah, and yeah, and it's basically, you know, you it's basically that for. A stretch of what? How far is that? Forty miles. Forty miles on the yeah, probably each 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 route is probably forty miles. There's constantly. I mean, it's obviously more open than that. <laughs> but the fact but the that road the road is that tight, and, and then there's the, a lot of yeah. And the fact that the back way is that, but it's unpaved. Some spots <laughs> are gravel, and there's no guardrail, and you're on a cliff. It's just wild. It's like, thankfully we were prepared for it and making light of it as we were happening. Of course, like someone came the other way 
I think twice and created two hairy situations. I only had to reverse once the entire time. Okay. But is going going um cl- going uh, clockwise like on the north side or coming down on coming uh back on the south. Coming back on the south. But the other thing okay. that was also put my mind at ease was I was on the mountain side of this insane road the whole time, whereas you guys would have been on the right. water side. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if I had a mulligan, <laughs> I think I would have thought about that because that was very scary. And it was about six in the morning. So like the sun is just coming up. And I think that was one of the most <laughs> exhilarating trips ever though, because I don't know about you, but like, I remember at one point this guy pulled out in front of me in this car that looked like it was like, I don't know. Oh, the cars are hilarious. Yeah, the locals. Uh, look- <laughs> it looked like it looked like it was from I don't know. It must have been one of the first cars on the road ever. <laughs> and I'm just thinking and this guy's driving like 20 miles an hour and I'm just thinking like this guy has been driving out here doing this for the past 50 years. Imagine his, how good he is. His dad did it. <laughs> yeah. His dad did it. His grandpa did it. His great-grandfather did it. And uh, it's man, it's wild. The yeah. difference I'm driving a, I'm the asshole in a BMW <laughs> yeah. following this guy while he's just like literally living, like living by selling corn in his backyard or whatever. You know yeah. What I mean? For it's, 25 it's cents crazy, a pop. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, crazy, man. If for anyone that's probably most of the people listening, just look up the road to Hana to get a feel for this. But it's essentially this, the road network we're talking about takes you to a very small town. I think I looked up the population. It was 15 hundo. The crazy part is it's 40 miles to get to any civilization. The speed limit on that road is probably averages 10 or 15 miles an hour. And you're constantly, I think they said there were 600 some curves in the road. And God knows how many of those are like hairpin curves. So it's, if you just didn't stop at all to see anything and just drove the road, it would probably take you two hours. There are some locals at this place doing that on at least a semi-regular basis. I think that's pretty crazy. Uh, I, I was saying this earlier. They, they have to be like the greatest drivers on earth because they're like running fast too. Like anytime I looked behind me and the rig was flicked out enough, I was like, okay, this guy lives here. I'm going to try and pull over for him. Yeah. I, I picture all those as like some of those cars as like, I don't know, baby blue, uh, Ford Bronco, but like, yeah, design literally seemed like they were designed in like the <laughs> 1940s or something. Some of those, yeah, vehicles. like the OJ Bronco makes those look like ancient. Oh, no doubt. It looked like if I like flicked it with my finger, it would dent the, yeah. the car. And I don't how know good, what these vehicles were. How good some of those guys were at pulling over, too. It reminded me of being in New York City and like getting in a cab, like the whereabouts of their vehicle like to prevent it from bumping into a guardrail or something like these guys are pulling over in areas that i'm like you're going off the shoulder into like a ditch how are you going to drive out of there like just the greatest drivers in the world um anyway so yeah that was a blast uh that road uh coming back to my facts uh that surprised me um the chickens and roosters i was not prepared for chickens and roosters was that on both islands you saw? Uh, definitely more on Maui. I didn't know about the chickens and roosters thing either. So instead of pigeons or 
seagulls. I saw a couple pigeons, but they just have chickens. Like there was just stray chickens everywhere. Yeah, it is weird. And they they don't seem to be like they just seem like they're just kind of used to humans and stuff. They're too. not none of them People are aggressive. Just feeding them or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're basically just waiting for someone to drop food the whole they're, time. They're like, pigeons, basically. Yeah. They're chickens that are converted into pigeons. They're seagulls. Yeah, it's it's their ver it's Hawaii's version of seagulls, yes. Um, so do you want to do a quick uh maybe like seventh grade biology run through here and do you know the difference between like chicken hen rooster there's a few other things do you want me to quiz you on these do you want me to bring you up to speed chicken hen and rooster i mean i think i could figure that out i mean a i mean a rooster and a chicken that's not the same thing is it a hen is a female rooster <laughs> rooster must be its own thing isn't it okay so um a let's go through this I'm just going to take it from the top. Um, a pullet is a young female chicken under the age of one that has not laid her first eggs. They are not, however, chicks, as chicks are freshly hatched, and pullets are teenage chickens between 12 and 16 weeks old. So a chick becomes a pullet if it's a female, and it's under the age of one. A hen is a term used to describe females of any bird species that lay eggs. So a hen is not exclusive to a chicken. Uh, we have cockerels. Those are male chicks that are named cockerel until they reach sexual maturity at age one. At that point, they are referred to as roosters. So a rooster is a dude chicken over the age of one. Wait, I... <laughs> What? Yes. Did you know this? No. I, I, did, I, did, I had no the idea. The first one I looked at, I was like, holy shit, there's a rooster. And then we started talking about it. I was like, maybe that's a chicken. And I was like, I guess I don't know what these things are. <laughs> I thought that I thought that rooster was like, I don't know, like a subspecies of a chicken or something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a hen is basically an adult female chicken. A rooster is a male adult chicken. Uh, there's another word that <laughs> that's this, not that crazy at all. No, it's, it out loud, but no, it's I, not. There's another word called, I might pronounce it wrong, but capons. So those are immature roosters that have had their testicles surgically removed. So that's like a real rare exception. And then all of those things I just talked about are chickens. So you, you'd be safe to just, whenever you see one of those, just to call it a chicken. Um, uh, so we good on the rooster and the hen now, though. I'm good now. Yeah. I'm not sure. I feel like no one ever told me that. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Um, is uh turkey chicken? <laughs> so a female turkey would actually be a hen, based on that definition I just read you. So. Is turkey a hen would have been a valid question, but is turkey chicken still confirmed dumb question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all poultry. They're all poultry. Or they're all fowl. <laughs> Was it fowl, fowl or fowl, poultry? Fowl, I think, yeah. Fowl. They're all fowl. <laughs> uh, okay, um, this one you'll appreciate. It doesn't matter how expensive any destination is, you cannot stop the flickers. 
<laughs> there will be flippers. <laughs> Would you agree with that statement from your travels to Hawaii? Yes. It's it's you I see all the people at like the parades and the fairs and like fireworks, <laughs> you know, and like you think, oh, this is where they all assemble, but some of them somehow, some way will somehow come up with enough money where they will make that Hawaii trip and they're <laughs> out there and, and you're sitting on this, you're sitting like on your beach chair and you're just thinking like, ah, this Lickers. is the life. And you look over and someone's like, yeah, I don't know. Um, Completely. Drinking like a Bud Light. Yes. Uh, Bud have, Light, uh, Mountain Dew. Ammo shorts on. Yep. Um, they're, they're wearing an inappropriate shirt and yep. you're just like, wow. Um, it's this guy from, Kentucky came out here too, I guess. So I think I've, maybe it didn't. Cause by the end of the trip, I ran into a couple Arizona flickers, but I thought I had it figured out at one point. I had them all penciled in as California flickers because I was, what I was oh, doing I was, possible. <laughs> what I was doing was I was doing a lot of judgments off the tattoos and a lot of them would be like a California area code or like, um, Niners, Raiders, like shit like that. So I was like, Naturally, okay, you, you got to get those tattooed on your body. <laughs> yeah. Important shit like that. Like your favorite football team. That's a, that's a, you know, you're a flicker. If you have your NFL team <laughs> yeah. chatted on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> so write that down. Yeah. God. Um, which flickers over there staggered me. Um, but that leads me to my next point. I knew it would be expensive. I didn't realize how expensive it would be. Uh, from pretty much the moment we did anything of anything, like the first thing we did was we arrived at 4 p.m., but it was it was getting late in our like local brain time, which would have been 10. So we got there and we're like, we'll grab something to eat and pretty much go to bed here. And we went to a food truck. Uh, it was actually a Zaw truck at my request. And pulled up to it, ordered a couple Zaws. I think immediately it was, it, they looked like 12 inch pizzas that I could have like, I don't know, bought from Wegmans and thrown some salt, <laughs> like, I don't know, $4 of materials. That was like 55 bucks. I was like, okay, cool. Which is okay. It's a food truck. I get it. Like a f- food trucks, kind of a trendy thing at this point. They, they seem like they can charge you whatever. Then right. we walked across while we were waiting for the Zaws. I walked over to this like little fruit market. I was looking at some of the fruit and stuff, and they had all sorts of like various, I don't know, beans and things like that. So I bought some chocolate covered espresso beans. It's like these will be good. These will wake you up in the morning. Little sleeve of them looked like a little pack of Planters peanuts you'd get from the gas station. Yeah. That was Eight like bucks, nine bucks. No, 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 twenty nine bucks. Like, okay. No, no, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. That's what I was dude, thinking. Eight think. bucks, yeah, nine yeah. bucks. Yeah, twenty nine. No, bucks. I was gonna guess. I was gonna guess twenty five. <laughs> but you're telling me almost thirty for these bad boys. Dang. Yeah. That's like that's snake. That's like not. I mean, what are we talking? A buck a bean at that point? Man, there couldn't have been more than forty in there. Yeah, we we're getting close. <sighs> wow. Yeah, seventy five cents a bean, maybe. Um. Yeah, and then I bought a four-pack of beers, and we got a bottle of wine. I don't even remember what that rung me up, but by then, that was like my third transaction, so I was like, go ahead, like 50 bucks, whatever it is. I'm ready for you. 
Um, yeah, you do have to kind of, yeah. Um, yeah but i I got over it immediately i was just like oh wow it's it's like way more expensive than i thought so yeah the only place uh yeah as a as a as a cheapo for sure i'm like the one place i had to draw the line was like (laughs) when i'm at the pool and you get a drink and it's like i don't know 20 some dollars and you're like all right i think i'll just do one and then i'll probably just wait until dinner to like get a couple more (laughs) Like, yeah, that's at it's, some hard, point, it's hard to sit there and drink like $24 margaritas. And, you know, I mean, obviously some of them are great, but some of them you're like, all right, that, I feel like this is Mad Max quality on a Monday night. And I just exactly. can't like keep paying $25 for you to get me drunk. Uh, I'll just go buy like a couple bottles of wine or something and just drink them at my, you know, I don't know. Now I'm with own, you. Yeah, I'm with leisure. you 100%. I feel like anytime we would get cocktails, like at dinner or at the beach, like at a beach bar, we would pretty much just get like one or two and be like, all right, let's go back to the beach or let's be done with dinner because we don't need to sit here and drink like $200 worth of mixed drinks that we could probably make ourselves. Um, the other thing I would say, and this isn't really a Hawaii exclusive problem at all. This is just like a post-pandemic problem. And this is going to sound like a dick comment, but I think the 20% tip thing, that might be time for that to go as just like a standard 20% tip on anything. Like anytime you go to a food truck or like check out at, not like someone waiting on you. Like if you're at a self-serve beer place and the standard tip when they flip that iPad around is 20% and you're just naturally like, all right. It's like at some point, why am I tipping like $15 on this tab? Because I poured myself a bunch of beers out of that wall tab. It is a weird, it's a weird feeling. And I think I've almost went 20% on just about everything. Every once in a while, if it's like default is 15, I'm like, ah, all right, I'll just stick with that (laughs) sort of thing. Yeah. But most of the time it's not, it's like 20, 25, 30. I'm so like, if I'm getting weight, if I'm getting weighted on, I do 20%, like no matter what, if I'm doing takeout, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't do anything. But like you said, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm obligated to leave something. The only time I can ever think of that I didn't leave something was at a Panera one time where the guy like basically like flipped it around. Like, I was like, dude, I got like two sandwiches and this is Panera. Like, why am I leaving the tip? And I, I, and I sat down at the table and I almost went back out and gave him, I wanted to give him cash. I felt so bad. I, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. But who who is getting, I felt so bad about it. Not tipping. Whose tip is that? Is it the cashier's tip? Is it the chef's tip? Like who's getting 20% for a sandwich? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's true. Um, that's going to make me, that'll help me make, like, make me feel a little bit better, I think. But it's just like, it was, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling yeah. just going zero. Even the very last thing we did pretty much was we were at the airport killing time and we were at this bar in Hawaii still yet to leave. Cause we had to return the rental so early that we had time to kill. And it was like a restaurant inside the airport. And instead of like, the hostess or not the hostess, the server coming over and being like, what would you like? There was just like a barcode, like scan it, order what you want. And they bring it out. And then at the end, like someone, the same person was bringing the stuff out. So I was like, 
I'll tip her 20%. But again, it's like, all she's doing is walking back there, grabbing something and setting it on my table and then repeating it. <laughs> like, then she it, goes to the it's next almost, table. We're not even conversing. The business, that's the business model almost. It's almost like, hey, well, these people will probably still tip 20% and we'll just have one of you just run stuff out. Yeah, you can handle 40 tables with this method. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, pretty I wild. I thinking about that. I'd like to come up with just a standard. Hopefully at some point we come up with just like a standard method for that. Like, uh, not, I mean, we could go on and on about this, but like, what about Uber? What's your thoughts on that? Like, I have a really hard time, like being like, oh, okay, oh, I'm going to leave Uber I'm gonna leave. and the other, like, like the other one order up. I always tip like a ridiculous percent. Cause I just feel awkward because I just I, do 20%, but I don't know. I mean, 20% to me is like, if someone gives me a $10 ride, sometimes I want to leave them like $5, five bucks, but sometimes yes. If I get like a, a a ride that's like, you know, uh, eighty dollars because it's uh, like a busy time Surge. or something, I'm yeah. like, why? Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to give the <laughs> the driver drove me like five minutes. It literally cost him no gas. Why would I give him more money yeah. more money than like five bucks? I I'm with you. I don't know. And then and I don't know about you, but I'll start thinking about other rides. I'll be like, well, that guy the other day he drove me. <laughs> He drove me 20 miles and it was like a quarter of that. I only left him. I only left him eight bucks. Why would I give this guy $15? Right. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's you're right. It's we hard. need like a standard, like manual of tipping at this point for all this yeah. stuff. I was actually take out food. Take out food should be like, I don't know, 10%, maybe even less than that. Seven and a half percent. That should just be standard. Before COVID, it was actually like, I remember I would buy pizzas takeout and I would just tip like $2 for a large pizza. And I was like, all right. But then at some point, like they started putting that iPad screen up and I'd be like, oh, I'm tipping like $10 for two pizzas at this point. I, yeah, I, I kind of disagree. I feel like I wouldn't even, I mean, sometimes I might leave a few bucks, but I feel like most of the time if it's takeout food and I'm driving over there and I'm picking it's, it it's up. It's weird to me at that point, the tip is I, going why, to the chef, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I always tip on that stuff. And a lot of times it's 20, it's 20%. And, but I, I feel like I used to just be like, why would I give this person, why yeah. would I give a tip if so I, I drove 15 minutes to pick up this food and then drove it home? Yeah, I guess. So I would have been I'm tipping like, my business. I thought it made sense to tip like five or 10%. I could, I could see someone justifying why you almost don't have to tip anything for sure. I don't think it makes any sense to be tipping 20% on shit like that. No. I was actually like fucking with some guy at work. This stuff is so out of hand. I He got his car repaired because it was in an accident and he had it at the auto body and I was fucking with him. I go, don't don't forget to tip him like 5 or 10%. And he goes, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I had this guy like ready to stop at an ATM to tip the auto body. And I just like I didn't oh, have damn. the heart to let him go through with it, but I would have been curious what would have happened like if he okay. would have gave him an envelope of cash. Glad you said that. Have you ever been to like, what do they call that thing? A, uh, it's like a, geez, I keep kind of want to call it a take five, but I think that's a candy bar. It's like a quick oil. Oh, Jiffy change. Lube? So, similar, similar. Yeah, okay. uh, it's a Colorado one, so I don't even know if they're back east, but. But you just basically drive <laughs> they gave in. Me, they gave me a thing and they said like, hey, this is your cost. Do you want to leave a tip? They actually the asked you for was, a tip for car yes, and the person And the person was very friendly. They looked at my engine. They looked at like a few different things while they were changing my oil. And I was like, 
I feel like this person deserves a tip, so I gave him one. How do you tip on? You don't tip. What? How much? I gave him ten percent. It was like a hundred dollar oil change, so I gave him ten bucks. Wow. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the state where we're at. We're tipping. Why would that person earned it more than the person that brought your beers? Yeah, you're right. Not even close. Yeah, you're right. That's that's why I struggle with it all. Yeah, it's we need the manual. Um. All right, we better we better keep moving though, because I got more on this list. <laughs> um, you can't stop the flickers. Yeah, I said that. Uh, the number of Seattle Seahawks fans in Hawaii was shocking to me. Don't know if you noticed that. Think there's no, some sort of connection that. between like Washington and maybe and, like Utah okay. area in Hawaii. I don't know if it's like a Polynesian definitely. thing. It is definitely a Polynesian thing. Hands up. I don't really get it. Okay. Are Hawaiians Polynesian? I thought they were native Hawaiian. Is that what is Polynesian? Uh, well, Polynesian are that that's those islands that are like west of Hawaii, right? Okay, so th- these are like in a way closely related, most likely. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Hawaiian has Polynesian as part of it or yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what a native Hawaiian person would be, but yeah, you're onto something there, but the there's definitely Polynesian connections to Utah. Cause you think of like uh, the football team, Vita, right? Vita Vea. Yeah, Vita Vea. I think, I think he's a, I think he's Hawaiian dude. And they'll just, they're, all, they're Samoan, right? That's the other thing that's kind of confusing. Cause whenever they like show a PAC 12 starting line, it's all just like Samoan, Polynesian, Hawaiian people, right? And they're huge. Right. <laughs> like they find like the biggest recruits. <laughs> um, yeah, so I never really understood that. They must there just must be a lot of Polynesian people in that part of the country or something. But saw a ton of Seattle gear when I was over there. A lot of Kraken, a lot of Seahawks. Um oh, this one you'll like. Uh, this might be a little bit of a travia. So I wanted some light beers to kind of pair along with, I just bought like some Maui brewing beers and a couple other local ones to take to the beach. Uh, saw some Heineken lights. I was like, oh, I almost never drink that. I'll grab those. What do you think the alcohol percentage is on a Heineken light? I'd say it's 4.1%. I, I would have thought it's a three, three. So it's one of the lighter, lighter beers I've ever came across with the exception of the MGD 64. Was it? Is that what it was called? I think those things are still 4%. I thought those were two eights. Something we were drinking was two eights because someone left it at our house in college at one time. The only, the only beer I've ever had lower than that is the Utah rule where I think they're like 2.7 or something. Yeah. Like manufactured intentionally that way. But yeah, so I unintentionally bought like some MGD 64. Oh man, you were right. You were right on the MGD 64 2.8. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You remember they got left at our house and then big Logue drank like 17 of them. And he's like, I'm not really buzzed. I just keep pissing. I definitely had some, I definitely remember drinking uh, some of those with him the one day. I just had no idea they were that low. I also think I know who left them, but we'll save that for another time. Yeah, I know who left um oh and then i just wanted to add along with the beers it was kind of cool seeing everyone on so we went to probably like seven or eight different beaches every beach i was on 
uh, I'd see people holding Maui Brewing beer cans. And obviously, oh, like, cool. all okay. the varieties. Kind of felt like a little Penn State tailgate vibe. Like, we're all one team here. <laughs> like, everybody had these things. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I, it's probably hard to get imported beer there for less than an arm and a leg. Honestly, like, I would say half of the beers available to buy were all local products. And then it was just, like, Bud Light, Miller Light. Like, I don't even recall seeing any really good... I think I saw, like, some... Some space dust IPA and maybe like a couple other ones, but so we stopped at like a Kroger or whatever the grocery store is out there. Safeway, Safeway, and yeah. They had quite a few of those beers. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, like uh, like you said, like the space dust and probably like I don't know Goose Island and Sierra. Nevada. Yeah, they had like the big the big dogs, pretty much. Yeah, they were gonna have like. Uh, like I would, I could have really gone for some doggy sixty minutes or something. Like they, yeah, see, I think I, I think I could have got my hands on that. I was gonna say uh, the the one by you that's really good, that brewery in Maryland. Oh, uh, Kushwa or something. Kushwa, yeah. yeah. I was, I was, I was surprised to have like those. Kushwa or something similar to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, last couple here. This one, I think this one might surprise you. Uh, there's a mandatory sunscreen requirement in hawaii i think this might be new not not mandatory that you have to wear it but mandatory as to the type you have to use was this in play when you were there uh the type you have to use. you would know i i can tell the second is it a is it a spf no it's nothing to do with that it's a (laughs) mineral based sunscreen okay okay because it is safe for the coral reef and they don't okay. want to damage the coral reef anymore with the typical sunscreens okay. that we use here in the States, which is like, I thought I was going to go into the grocery store and buy like um, Banana Boat or Neutrogena 30 SPF spray with all my nice chemicals. Right. That right. doesn't exist there. You cannot buy that there. Wow. Didn't realize it. Actually didn't even know when we bought the mineral sunscreen because it was Banana Boat brand. Uh, they had all sorts of weird brands. We're like, we don't recognize any of these. Just buy the banana boat one. So we bought some of it, used it the first day. Uh, my wife's like, wow, this thing sprays out white. And I was like, that's weird. Like, why would it do that? Starts like lathering it on and it basically just coats your skin. So it's like you're a seven-year-old at the beach again, Casper the ghost. So you're wearing the sunscreen. You're like, what is going on? It's like desitin. It's Start. just like a barrier. Correct. It's, it's a, just it's physically trying to block the sun. You nailed it. Yeah. It's it's a physical barrier sunscreen. It doesn't contain two or three important chemicals that we use in our sunscreen, which actually I found all this out after the fact because this shit sucks so bad I had to look it up. The the stuff we use creates like a chemical reaction and somehow repels UV rays that way. This stuff just literally blocks your skin from the UV. Like it just tries to create a barrier. So we're wearing it for the first few days. We're not getting tan. We look like idiots. Like we're just coated in Are white. You the shit. only ones. And we seem to be like one of the very few amount of people wearing this shit. And everyone else is just like tan or burnt. And we're like, are people just not wearing sunscreen? It's April. Like my skin's not really ready for not wearing sunscreen. Worst part is 
whatever this shit is, like, cakes into your skin, too. So it's, like, even now, today, I guarantee there's still some shit on my legs. Like, you have to get a loofah and, like, scrub your skin off to get this shit off. <laughs> it's just wild. So my first immediate thought was, Trav fucked me over. He didn't tell me about this. I would have brought my own sunscreen. But I think it's a I, new, like, 2022 law. Okay, because I bought sunscreen when I was there uh, from a store. And I want to say it was a pretty standard brand. I just put it on and Normal. that was that. Yeah. So sorry about that. You'd man. know. Yeah. No, you would know. If you had the stuff, you would know. Okay. Um, and if you're hot, hot take here, uh, sounds like uh, sunburn <laughs> would have been getting better or would have been better. Yeah. Like without, if I was ignorant to all of the like harmful effects of just getting sunburn, I would have felt perfectly comfortable just getting a burn and then putting aloe on every night. Kind of, there was one or two days I will admit I was just like fuck this I'm not wearing it. It's and, so bad. It's so bad thinking about. I try not to think. I feel like we have some making up to do or like some serious catching up to do because I remember some of those beach trips where we would just look at each other and just be like, <laughs> yeah. "Are you gonna wear sunscreen, bitch?" Because I'm not. And then we would just take it on. That first day was brutal, but then after that, they didn't do a good job educating kids. Yeah, we thought you were like a pussy if you wore sunscreen. It's like yeah. that's basically what it came down to. Yeah. <laughs> and our parents just didn't yell at us for some reason. Yeah, that's kind of on them. So maybe they thought the same thing though. <laughs> Are these pussies gonna wear sunscreen? <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm pro sunscreen. Um I'm all for wearing sunscreen, especially on my face <laughs> and my nose. My nose loves to get burnt. Um so if you if you do take a trip to Hawaii, I recommend you just pack the illegal stuff. And if you're questioning how illegal it is, I did look on Amazon. I tried to ship some of the shit to Hawaii and it it actually <laughs> blocks you. Like it's like we cannot ship to that state. So they've done a pretty good job of banning real sunscreen. That's wild. That's like the wildest thing I ever heard. Yeah. Um last note here. I think I just said this phrase, ignorance is bliss. Uh, did you guys do plenty of snorkeling there? Uh, we did uh, one, maybe one or two days or something. Okay, you guys uh, see did some... you go to one of the warmer, like one of those ones? Like, oh, did you go to the uh, power plant, the one by the power plant? No, I don't even know what that is. That's on oh, Maui? Okay. I think it was on Maui, yeah. Oh, uh, that one might, by, have, that might have been on the other island. Physically near the power plant. I'm not sure. It's possible. Went to a couple of good... Just, Beaches. spewing out like warm chemicals so it was like the warmest oh no <laughs> like i don't think we're at this ever done. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i don't think we're at this we were breathing in carcinogens but it was totally worth it, it was so warm so <laughs> that's awesome and you had the illegal sunscreen on too, killing the coral actually reef. actually kind of messed up but it's more so like the reason it's so popular is uh, because of the warm water, not because like you don't really need the warm water, so to speak, but the fish like the warm water, so they come and hang out yeah, there so what, you can see a bunch of it. Yep, yeah, that's why I deduce that. Um, did you see any sea turtles? Any of those giant turtles? I think I saw. I think I saw a couple. Yeah, okay, yeah those things are nuts. I mean, yeah, you don't really grasp. I can't believe that's a real thing. Yeah, you don't like. I was picturing the box turtles we have like at our lake here, and I was like, oh, we might see some turtles in the water. I was like, holy shit. That's like a hundred fifty pound turtle sort of thing, like that thing. Yeah, it's one hundred fifty years old too. Like, <laughs> yeah. think about like I'm trying to think of the most like hermit person we know. Maybe like Swayze. Like that guy just like lives in a cabin and he doesn't have a TV and he just like hangs out there. That's basically like the 
the the turtle lives an even like more simplistic <laughs> life than that. He's just like people watching. Yep. And he does that for like 150 years. Yeah, he and the, I, don't I don't know, know how far that long, but it's long. I don't know how far they're moving around either. Like he might exactly. just be at yeah. similar beaches, just being like, "Oh, I got more people here today, just like every day." Yeah, but they were like swimming among us. Uh, you can't get within like ten feet of them or something. So we we did not. We saw a lot of idiots trying to touch the turtles and stuff. Um, but anyway, ignorance is bliss. We went snorkeling before. We read a story about this lady getting like brutally murdered by a tiger shark at one of the beaches we were at, which was like, I don't know, five months before that, before us or something. So while we were at that beach, I was kind of looking up the story. I was like, I wonder how far offshore this woman was that a tiger shark like mauled her. Like she must have been way out there. And then I was reading the article and it was basically just like, don't say it 50 yards offshore like 150 feet offshore it's not that far oh that's that's far i don't know what's what's the what's shoreline where the water's getting to or like where people are have their chairs set up no i'm thinking like where the where the waves are breaking yeah oh 50 yards that's a long ways man i guess like as far as you can throw at the one beach where you're snorkeling we are well beyond 50 yards out i'm positive all sorts of people were because yeah, that's where the I, deep water was, like where most of the fish were. I just remind myself of how rare that stuff is. So I'm, it I'm is. just going to try and get past it. It's that. very rare, but there were some there were some wild details in the story too. It was, we'll save that for another day. But, uh, yeah. So long story short, we were at that beach when I started reading about that story. Thankfully, I'd done the snorkeling before that. I don't think I would have gone in again after reading that story. Yeah, um, at least not into deep water. Uh, best overall though, um, best, best time of your life. Yeah. Best, best trip I've ever taken. It's hard to rank different phases of your life, but I look back on that. Just listening to you talk. I'm like looking at plane tickets. I'm like, I got to get back out there. It was awesome. Yeah. Everyone. There's a, there's a reason everyone goes there for our, their honeymoons. Yes. uh, Including our parents, you know? So, yeah. Which, um, I mean, it was, it was a pretty fantastic, uh, 10 days or eight full days of, chilling at least we basically did like five days of going to different beaches and three days of exploring that island um oh i skipped over the national park too that you told us to go to that was awesome we went up to that thing haleakala haleakala uh went to the top you you went to the top of that we did that trail through like a bamboo forest to a gigantic waterfall did you guys go on that that was basically in hana to get to that yes yeah 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 we did that one yeah yep both those things are pretty awesome. Um, yeah, that's probably the coolest trip I've ever taken. Uh, the only yeah. thing that would prevent me from going back there is it is very expensive and traveling there sucks. Like it's just so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause, we, cause I split the distance in half from here. It was just much, it was definitely much more feasible. Yeah. The, uh, that's the East coast. It's, it's yeah. Cause it's just hard. Um, even Chicago, I guess has a direct flight, which, um, is, you know, I'm sure it's, I think so. Yeah. I'm sure it's like an eight hour flight or something, but at least it's one plane. So that's kind of right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. Uh, we, we, I was going to say, we saw a lot of not only honeymooners, but people with young kids on that Island, like married couples with their like two year olds and stuff. I'm just going to go on record and say, we want to go back at some point probably, but I don't think I would take my two year old kid there. 
think I would take my two-year-old kid to like Virginia Beach and I would drive down. Yeah, yes and no, though. I think you can maybe that family went to Virginia Beach the last two summers and they were just like, okay, we got it. We have to go do something. We're just going to take the kid with us. They fly for free. They stay for free. They eat all their meals or I don't know if those are free. I don't know. How that works, but you know what I'm saying? And I just feel so, like it would weigh you back from doing a lot of cool things though. Having yeah, a I definitely, I definitely, I, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not a parent, but I guess, you know, there's a, I think there's something to like some of, some of these parents, I think they do a good job of basically just not letting the child like kind of get in their way. I think there's like, things you can wear to just take the child with you. I think there's like ways that basically you just don't have to be held back. So I don't know. I think it's possible. I, I wouldn't yeah. rule it. I'm, I'm not ruling it out for me. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, I share your, I share your thought at the same time. I, I don't want to think about me like lugging having a the, kid the toddler. And just yeah. like me being locked down for like the next like five years of my life or something. So. <laughs> um, one final question. What is a baby moon? Is that before or after you give birth? That is, that is, I've never been on one before, but that is when basically you have a child, you're expecting a child. Oh, it's a pregnancy you, trip. Right. It's like okay. the most, like it's a very white person thing. All right. Like one more excuse to get away sort of thing. I thought like, it might you know, be like people go to like Cabo for like a long weekend. And do okay. like all, all inclusive stuff. So <laughs> that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm going to plead ignorance. I thought a baby moon might be you have a baby a couple weeks go by and you're like, <laughs> mother in law is going to take care of this kid and we're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> the but baby's was, just, we just starve the baby <laughs> for weeks <laughs> or we just give it, we just give we just it, hand we it just, off. We give it formula. Just give this baby formula for like three weeks until we get back. Ba- that's basically what I did with uh, the puppy we just got. We yeah, took like yeah. a baby moon for the, we had it for like a week. Then our mother in law watched it for ten days. Now we're back. Just took <laughs> a little baby. Say, I was gonna say, man, um, if we're giving out uh, MVPs on the pod, <laughs> I'm gonna give your mother in law the MVP. Yeah, taking care of the puppy, uh, taking care of our new nephew too, helping out with talk to our. Sister today said that uh, she had been helping out a lot too, which was like, yeah, she I was really like, oh, got melt my heart, man. It's so cool. Really got thrown into the the family through marriage. <laughs> yeah, she's been helping out quite a bit. Yeah, she's she's like, I didn't sign up for this, but I'll just deal with it. So yeah, <laughs> MVP. Much. She gets she's the real MVP. Uh, uh, game ball, week. game ball of the week. Game ball, it was. That's what it is. Yeah, game ball to uh, Jake's mother in law for sure. That's a good um, shout out. Any, anything else from Hawaii? That's it, brother. That's. I'm going to throw something quick out, uh, really quick out here. Probably one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life, actually, in the past few weekends. Um, I did this 9999 thing where I don't know if we talked about this at all. I did woke up, skied nine runs, uh, went out to the mountain, skied nine runs, uh, got in the car, drove back, played nine holes of golf, jumped to the car, drove to the Rockies game. And watched uh, nine innings of a baseball game, and we all uh, ate nine hot dogs during the day and drank nine beers during the day, and it was it was awesome. There's like basically obviously a three week stretch where you can ski and baseball is going on, and you can golf. So 
it kind of always it kind of all worked out that weekend and it was it was awesome i will be doing it again next year that sounds amazing i saw you're at a baseball game i think i saw you might have been skiing i need a rundown here so is nine ski runs that's a fair amount of time no three hours or something yeah yeah so that's only like three or four hours in a day if you wanted to get nuts you could probably do close to 20 runs you do that before Um, playing golf or you play golf in the morning first no, we uh, we did that in the morning. Um, so that took us about three, I don't know, three or four hours or and something. And you drove so. straight to a golf course. Yeah, we stopped and grabbed our. I guess we grabbed our clubs at our one buddy's place and then went right there. And then uh, the this is a this is a large disclaimer, which we're hoping to correct next year. Is uh, well, number one, we thought the game started at, we thought the baseball game started at six forty. Oh, started at six. Started at six ten. And uh, shout out to baseball. Baseball is back. These games fly. <laughs> oh, I got there. At se- no, yeah. I got there. At, I got there. At, I probably walked in the stadium at seven. By the time I sat down in my seat, it's the, the bottom of the sixth inning. No way. Dude, I'm telling you, this game was, there was probably. Would you say six, 10 to seven, sixth inning, 50 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah, it was probably like. There was probably 16 runs in that game and it took two hours and 20 minutes in the first, I mean, the first hour flew. I mean, we literally, we got there. I was like, it was the sixth inning. Our one friends, they went to get food and we're like messing around for a while. They sat down, man. (laughs) And it was like two outs. And then it was seventh inning stretch. I swear to God. (laughs) So, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the uh, uh, four innings. Yeah. So I'm throwing the challenge flag on myself. Uh, it was actually like a nine, 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 three and a half, but yeah, still the best day ever. We're, we have already decided next year. Um, we will be, uh, we will be pulling it off. Repeating be... and improving on it. The six ten thing was weird. I've never heard of a baseball game starting at six ten. What the hell is that? It does. I thought like seven Oh five was standard, but I don't know about yeah, mountain they time. They must've moved it up, but must've moved it up on us. We'll blame it on that. But sure. um, anyways. Oh, was, okay. Uh, so yeah, obviously I have a feel for the, the baseball game now too. So just, Dogs and beers. Are we doing a few of those at every event essentially? Yeah. If you sprinkle, so the beers is easy. I mean, nine days across the course of, you know, 12 or 14 hours or whatever is like, honestly, nothing. Uh, the dogs is the hardest part of the whole thing by far. And, uh, I would, I mean, I'd go hot take and say like, my buddy got like a bunch of like Costco, like Kirkland dogs that we ate like throughout the day. And I was like, these things really aren't that bad. The worst dog I had by far was the we saved the ninth dog for the baseball game. It was honestly like that thing was cooked on like Wednesday or Thursday during the day. (laughs) It just had like somehow survived until I ate it on Saturday. And I was like, if I don't think I could physically eat nine of these, I don't think I could. They're that bad. Hot dogs are weird, man. I really only want to eat a hot dog if, if it's off a grill that I'm like involved in, not I, like I'm, even cooking I'm, it, but if I'm, I'm like, if I'm at a party yeah. and someone's grilling dogs and I can be like, yeah, like I trust I that know, dog. Exactly. I don't know how else to put it other than I've only eaten like nine hot dogs in the past year as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just, I don't eat, I don't eat hot dogs uh, uh, in general. Nine dogs and nine beers. Did that do a tally on the stomach the next day? Everything. All right. One, one would think, uh, it seemed like only one of us are really struggling with it. Uh, but okay. in general, I, d- I thought it was going to be much worse, but, um, cause there was a point in the day 
where I remember thinking like, uh, you know, I'm kind of hungry. What have I had to eat today? And I was like, Oh, dogs. I've only eaten <laughs> six hot dogs since I woke up at 6am. So, Oh man. So you went morning dog at the lodge or something. Yeah, we went morning tailgate uh, we dog went or something. Tailgating dogs. Like right off the bat, we just ate two, which was a good move. Um actually no, I think I w- took down two on the way there, and then I think I took down breakfast one dogs. or two in the parking lot. So I'm already three in and it's you know eight thirty AM. So at that point I was just kind of <laughs> cruising on the dogs. Oh, but breakfast dog is fairly sick, I would say. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> um I'm shout out to the Costco Kirkland dogs. I actually, like I said, I <laughs> Never at any point was like, these things are completely disgusting. <laughs> just that, just that one at the ballpark was like, was almost like a, okay, I got to send this thing back or I'm not going to eat this whole thing. Um, so yeah, that's only, only cool thing I can think of. Um, I guess while we're on baseball, uh, pirates have kind of got the jollies going a little bit. They're playing some ball. I went and saw them, uh, Monday They just swept the Rockies. Rockies are really bad, but, uh, that was pretty exciting um also quick story when we were at the game <laughs> had to bring this up because i know you'd love it so much watching the game somebody just hits a single i think they're on first base i think it's cuts or somebody standing there and uh my wife is watching the game and she goes something along the lines of like what's the deal with number 16 and she's pointing <laughs> at the field and i'm like looking and i'm like oh, i think i know who she's talking about yeah <laughs> first base coach first base coach and <laughs> yeah. she's like well why she goes well why is he in a why is he dressed like that like why is he in a uniform <laughs> why does he have a helmet on did you say just, did you say i don't blame you for asking these questions no I, that's what i said i said that's a pretty straightforward that's a pretty straightforward question i feel like he should be in what should he be in sweatpants sweatpants and a shirt yeah casual shirt pirate yes. shirt sweats I, are he fine he doesn't need to be in a jersey he He's should look Dude, he should look like an NFL coach. He shouldn't look like a hockey coach. Like, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't look like a hockey coach. It's it's. He obviously has to walk out into the situation. dirt. You know right. what? I'll let him wear cleats. He can wear cleats, and then he should be in sweats and like a hoodie that's yeah, with yeah. logos, <laughs> team logos on it. So baseball, so anyways, yeah. he can wear the team baseball hat too. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, number sixteen was the pirate. You were all over it. Pirates base coach. I can't remember. His that's name awesome. Was. Tony. Uh, I don't know something. What's the deal with sixteen? Yeah, it's like you know a fifty-five-year-old guy, um, beer gut, just, and there was cleats, and yeah, and she was just like, "Why is what's he doing out there?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's that's a pretty reasonable question." I think we're actually we should all be asking that same question. So yeah, she's on to something with that. Yeah, I let's get rid of that. Uh, we're at, we're cleaning up some of the stupid shit in baseball, like you alluded to earlier, which is awesome. Like the fact that I don't have to watch the pitcher grab his nuts. And the batter fixes gloves is amazing. Like, yeah, try, try to try to conceptualize this for a second. We're not eliminating game time whatsoever. It's just <laughs> effing around and you're wiping that much time off. It's, it's, it's insane. So like, you know, college football, they're saying we're going to try and limit there's talks of like trying to limit the games where basically they're going to, I don't know, run clock in certain situations or whatever. And they're like, yeah, it's probably going to take a drive or two off uh, from each team in baseball. We're not doing that No, You know, yeah. um, we're, I mean, with the exception of maybe a couple times a game where they call a strike or a ball when a pitch isn't thrown. I mean, we are just literally eliminating cup adjustment time, batting glove adjustment time, uh, 
licking the face, um, opening up their eyes, looking at themselves on the board. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is all simple stuff. And I would go as far as saying like, like even watching them now, I think to myself, like, I think there has to be a limit of how fast you, you know, make someone sit there and throw a ball as hard as they can. Cause you know, you don't want to like increase, you know, injury risk or whatever, but I mean, even now I'm like, man, I still feel like they have plenty of time and like, there's no reason to step outside of the batting box or out of the batter's box. There's no reason to like step off the mound and like, yep, you know, do whatever. And it, it's pretty awesome overall. I think baseball, this is the best move baseball's made in a while. I, it really does make it fun. If you're going to talk, it, it's wild. Cause like you almost have to show up to a baseball game on time, which is a little bit of a kind of a different thought because yeah. it's like oh, if i show up in this thing in the third inning i might only have to watch two hours well yeah like, you show up in the third inning two hours yeah years ago you might not even stay through the ninth inning you'd go like three I, to seven and be like i'm good that was two and a half I, hours of baseball yeah i sent uh i sent eb a text the other day it said a double header lasted less than four hours that's why <laughs> was like, that's insane i was like well that can't that can't be right <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure so, there's games that were going over four hours just being played it's pretty it's pretty exciting honestly so and hopefully uh i ha- i don't have much faith in the pirates continuing to play well but pretty pretty fun to watch box play good too so that's nice yeah i i was trying to look it up i know there was at least one jackass pitcher during spring training who was like this is a dumb rule like you're opening up all these loopholes like blah 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 maybe he was going like the unsafe route and I want to say he was like one of the first guys to get nailed. He was just trying Scherzer. to pitch. Was Max it Max Scherzer? Scherzer? He was trying to pitch yeah. as fast as he could. Uh, at that moment in time, I was like, okay, I, I didn't know I hate Max Scherzer. I hate Max Scherzer. Oh, uh, I kind of like that guy. I think he's just, I think he's just, I don't know. Is he's, he the same guy that just got caught with the substance? Yeah, that's not a good look, is it? The guy that was, yeah, claiming this is going to screw up the game or something is yeah, using is like substances. St- Screwing up the ethics of the game, and then he's like got some something out there that he claims is like, you know, someone's lying when they say like, "Hey, what's that on your hand?" and you immediately go like, "Oh, it's just a uh, rosin and something else." Like the response, I was like, "That sounds like somebody that's not using just rosin and chalk." Like, <laughs> yeah, he just so, told someone in the dugout like, "Hey, doesn't this just look like rosin and chalk?" and they went out there and got caught. That's what that that's sounds what like that sounds like. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch up on this story. All I know is someone got ejected last night uh so there is some sort of chemicals you're allowed to have and some you're not i take it and he had the ones you can't have oh i think the new rules are pretty much you pretty much nothing you can't really wear you can't really use oh, okay anymore. The, again that kind of goes back to the pitch clock because the guy the pitcher used to just like grab his hat and then grab his armpit and then like it's like well he probably has something Caught. somewhere yeah Adjust the cup, adjust the cup again. Also, so they were just spreading shit like in all those places to get a little grip on the ball. How about we've we've eliminated like 30,000 people just waiting for the catcher to figure out what pitch the pitcher's going to throw. By now, they just have a little button. Yeah, Uh, it's like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Yes, you you didn't want to like you didn't want to stand there and watch the guy go. No, shake off four pitches no, yeah no yeah oh man that's awesome yeah that's good to hear that's that's uh i needed some baseball talk i'm way behind 
I probably need you to catch me up on Chell and NBA if you can at all. Because in Hawaii, I was watching zero sports. Nobody seemed to care about sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, Rightfully so, though. Did you care about sports that much? No, I didn't care. I wasn't no. even. I realized I couldn't bet. Like there was a few times on the beach where I was oh, like, right, right, right. Oh, I guess they don't have gambling here. And I placed like a few bets on Bovada. I swear to God, I never even looked to see if they won. I think I bet on a couple basketball games. Um, okay. Well, um, wait. Uh, Ma- what about Masters? Do you want me to? Uh, do you want to touch oh, on that real quick? But that was pre. That, that was right. No, I was left, there. Right? I was sitting on the beach watching that. So I watched. Okay. Masters. Okay. I pretty much watched all of Masters Sunday. Thank Masters? God. I had like a battery pack on the beach, and I was able to stream it the okay. whole time. Yeah. Masters. Masters on a Hawaiian beach. That's next level, my man. But um, please tell me you you were in on John Rom. Uh yes, I had a top five John Rom, so I didn't okay. I didn't have a winner on John Rom. Did you? I had a, I had a winner on John Rom boosted too. Good Always for nice. You. Yeah, I needed it though because um, we let's let's actually let's just move past college basketball at this point. But um, <laughs> I was I was set to take UConn, and you said you named the episode title "Take the Field," so I couldn't do it, and that cost me some serious dough. So oh, then yeah. basically I had to win all that back. And of course, John Rom, uh, not fighting Montezuma, not fighting Montezuma's revenge came through for us. Did not withdraw. Um, uh, also worth noting my one, I only had a couple of plays. <laughs> one of the other ones, Wednesday night, FanDuel had a top 20, uh, promo where, or, uh, a promo where it was like, if your golfer finishes in the top 20, your your bet is free up to twenty five dollars. So I was like, oh, oh, okay, how yeah. ridiculous, how ridiculous can we get here? So uh Kevin Na had three straight top fourteen finishes at the Masters. He was four hundred and twenty to one. So I put the max on him. <laughs> I don't know what that is, Snake. It's a lot of dough. Ten grand. And if, if he, he had one, he had the most memorable master's performance of all time. Did you catch this? Kevin, not this is vaguely ringing a bell. He did something on the final day, I guess. No, no, no. He did not make the final day. He didn't make the final day. He only played like nine holes. Um, he started off like six over on the first, like three or four holes. Then he had like a birdie. And then he ripped off like a few straight bogeys. He bogeyed nine and just withdrew. Oh my God. Where was he sitting when it started? Was he going to finish this top? Was the, this was the very first day. Oh, I thought you said it was the final day. I thought he did no, it no. the final day. No, no, he sorry. withdrew. This is the very, on the he first withdrew day. nine holes in. He was. So he got burned on that again. Yeah, I thought I might get away on technicality with the withdrawal, but if you play, I think the rule is if you play more than three holes, they count it. So he withdrew on nine. So you lost the Kevin Nah I lost, free bet. So I lost yeah. Kevin Nah. I was feeling pretty good about that. Four hundred and twenty to one. I had that's a long shot of all long shots. That's that would have been nice. Four twenty. I had uh Zalatoris. I believe he withdrew first day as well. I've, I've Oh, he withdrew before he showed up, though. So you get your money back. See, I got burned. I'll have to double check. He played that. nine holes. Yes, you do. You do as long as he doesn't play. Really? Okay. Or at least that's Fanduel's. Fanduel's rules was three holes, actually. So you know what I did oh, go. Did you do it? 
If you did it on Bovada, actually, you're, you're just probably SLM. Now, fan, fan duel for Zalatoris. Okay, okay. Uh, you know what I did go in hard on for Masters was Tiger to miss the cut. I uh, woke up uh, probably, f- I guess I would have been Friday morning to a text. Shout out, Cuz Chris. He knew I had the bet. He goes, I think you're going to get Bone Snake. They're going to move the cut. And they basically just, he was about to miss, and then they just like moved it back a few guys. It was kind of wild. Yeah. My friend actually had already announced to us that Tiger was had missed the cut. And then like 20 minutes later, he said, no, never mind. He actually somehow made it because like his really good friend, Justin Thomas, missed some pot or something. Oh, that's right. Justin Thomas, quote unquote, caused it. That someone's gonna have to show me the algorithm to that thing because I looked at the list. There was way more than it looked like way more than half the guys made the cut than didn't. So, I don't know. I don't know the exact number, but it's usually like top uh, sixty, and then all the ties. Six. So it's so, like sixty. It's not half the field or something. No. No. Okay. I thought it was like half the field. So I was looking at this and I was like, there's no way he's going to get there. And then I saw the projected cut. Uh, and then basically what your friend did. I, th- I thought he had missed it. Next thing I know, he's uh, they're moving the goalpost for the guy. So I did lose fairly big on that. Yeah. Um, shout out to our guy, John Rom, though. Yeah, good I for got- you. You I'm said back. it a few weeks ago, probably a month, six weeks ago, you said are we going to keep sitting on the sideline or are we going to bet on John Rom? So you bet on John Rom. It's not, it's not like me to actually do that though. It's like me to like just go in on Kevin. Nah, and that was it. So, um, I did get in on John Rom though. Uh, DraftKings always does a nice like boost for the, uh, majors for anybody that uses DraftKings, by the way, what'd you get him 10 to one or something. So he was eight, eight. I think it's, Eight and a half to one, but you can actually boost it by plus three hundred on DraftKings for most of the majors. So eleven um, fifty got that puppy up to eleven fifty. Yeah, I think I had a unit or so on it. So um, he helped me cancel out some some stuff there. Um, let's see what uh, what did you ask me about? So NBA, yeah. you haven't missed much. Um, all I've all I know is that the Kings are up 2-0 on the Warriors and they probably already played. Oh, they're playing now. Warriors are going to probably win game 3 it looks like. Um just all you need to know is the Mavericks missed the playoffs. It's kind of wild but the Kyrie and uh Luka thing did not work out. That I know I know you really thought that was going to go really well. It didn't. Um kind of wild. Um also just a quick hot take uh I think Mark Cuban, is he not just Jerry Jones? I mean, he's he's from Dallas. He's like 20 years younger, but he's, I mean, he's basically calling all the shots from an owner's role and like <laughs> the GM and the coach are puppets. Is it not the same exact thing? Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't I know. Just, I never really thought about it until the other day. I had to write that down. I've always looked at Mark Cuban like that's a guy, like count your fingers after you shake his hand sort of. For some reason, I don't really trust Mark Cuban as much as I think the general public does. Also, I will say he has like a weird prescription drug company. Have you heard about this? It's like called cost plus fee or something like cost <laughs> no, plus drug. I don't think I want to know. I haven't looked into it, but it's 
the way he explained it sounded way too realistic or too reasonable for me to trust. But it was basically just like, I'm going to take a prescription drug and basically cut the cost down like 99% and sell it to you for however it takes to make it generically and ship it to you. And it was like so comically low. There is something to that. You'd be, you would be shocked about some of that stuff, how you can just sell like a prescription for like 10 times what it's worth. And people just have to pay that. Um, so yeah, maybe he's onto something there. It's called cost plus drug company. So that might be, uh, maybe like a life's greatest mystery. We need to investigate at some point, figure out what that's all about. Also a million dollar idea. We'll just sell sell like the medicine for like one cent cheaper than him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, hockey, what you missed. Um, the Bruins set like the points record. I think and most wins in a season or something nuts like that. But they're actually tied up, right? 1-1? One, one? I think I saw they dropped a game. For, yeah, yeah, for now. Um, the uh, Our brother-in-law's Penguins missed the playoffs by basically one point. And our beloved Sabres missed the playoffs by one point. And I had... <laughs> A couple of units on the Sabres make playoffs at uh, oh no, I think it was plus six fifty when I got in. So that was a tough one. Oh um, no, so they both missed by a point. Yes, uh, I think the Panthers and the Islanders got in. Something I never thought I'd ever hear myself say out loud. Um, but the Panthers and the Islanders got in. Um, you skipped over XFL. That's actually the most important <laughs> here. Are <you> looking? <laughs> I I've checked out. Uh, but I will be checking back in for the playoffs here. Just a quick update here on this. Cause I don't think anyone cares. Uh, Stu actually. Um, so this is the last week of the regular season week 10, basically the top two teams from each division advanced and our defenders clinched the North. So they're in the Houston renegades clinched the South. So they're in, so there's, you know, basically four teams kind of vying for two spots right now in the North. Uh, the Sea Dragons and the Battlehawks played last week. And if the Battlehawks would have won, they would have been in and they lost at home. So basically it's got, it's brought up some sort of scenario where if it's weird, like if both teams win, the Sea Dragons are in, if both teams lose the, the Battlehawks are in um, the only other way, if they both win, the Battlehawks can get in by a tiebreaker is they have to score 19 more points than the sea dragons. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> Not making this. So there's, there's a betting angle there somehow. Exactly. Exactly. We're getting there. So, and then in the South, um, somehow Bob stoops, the boys are still hanging around the, the renegades, um, who four never changed five. their logo. Yeah. Four and five. Um, they get a, they'll get a spe- second spot with a win. Um, which doesn't really seems to be a little bit unfair. Uh, cause they can, I mean, having a playoff bracket for eight teams, two divisions is just wild. Yeah. Seems kind of stupid, but, um, so I have renegades as one point favorites against the roughnecks. Like I said, the roughnecks, um, are in, uh, let's be serious though. This is the XFL. Do we think that these guys are going to be like sitting? No. Do we think they're going to be taking this as like a bye week I, I think that's insane. I so I I think Houston wins outright as a dog. <laughs> Somehow I'm getting them they're even odds right now. And I'm going to take the under 42 and a half because I have yet to see the Renegades score the Dallas Renegades score any points and I think Houston's going to be relatively indifferent to this. So I'm in on the under there. 
Um, I'm also going to throw in a bonus because, uh, oh, I didn't mention the overall record this year, seven and seven. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, so just in case I don't want to go one and one, I threw a, th- a third, third yeah, one in here. To. So it's, yeah. So it's gotta be a winning or losing season for me. Um, I'm going to take Seattle, uh, minus eight and a half because they have to win and they have to score some points. So that seems pretty straightforward to me. Yeah. They're the team that's got to win by 19. So Seattle, um, is basically end with a win unless the battle Hawks, uh, beat them by more than 19. Uh, but Seattle, you know, realistically, they're probably going to have to score some points. Uh, the only catch to that is they are the last game. So, what we could really use is a battle Hawks win by some serious points. So <laughs> Seattle's got to score some points. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. Um, um, ultimately they have to win though. And to me, eight and a half, you know, we're talking two scores. Uh, they're playing, I think Orlando. I already forget who they're playing, but, uh, Oh, uh, Vegas Vipers. Uh, they're oh, hot shitty. trash. So. Yeah. Shitty two and seven Vegas Vipers. Okay. All right, so we're still plugged in on the XFL. So you're jumping back in. Is that this weekend? You're going to try and get back in. I did admit, I did admit that I've been out, but I yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're jumping back in this weekend. I'm back in. Yeah, I'm going to pay attention this week, and then next week is going to be, um, it's going to be serious. I will be counting down hours until uh, playoffs. Yeah, because defenders. Oh, man, it's just going to hurt because I did throw out in week three, basically like, Hey, you should, if you want a long shot, take the sea dragons right now. And I didn't do it. <laughs> and if they end up winning it all, it's going to be kind of painful. I think okay. because there's no chance anyone that heard that took it and I didn't take it. So it's just, gonna be, <laughs> yeah, not going to be good. deaf ears. Yeah. Um, one thing we need to try to remember, which we'll definitely forget is Apparently, there's like the world's biggest boxing match this weekend. Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia. Have you heard about this? He's like two. I saw, I saw some. I saw some tweets about it. I have never heard. Apparently, of any of those this people. is. I, I think you would recognize them both. The one's Baltimore, Tank Davis, and Ryan Garcia is like a California, like Mexican pretty boy looking dude. They're both undefeated. I guess this doesn't happen in boxing. Apparently. Two undefeated guys never box each other, so it's happening. It's like a historical fight. Um, we'll and probably forget about it. You don't care any like about anything about the fight, other than you're just going to take the guy from Baltimore. I he's my he's the favorite, I guess. Minus two fifty. I was looking oh, at okay. a picture today. He looked like he was like six inches shorter, so I was a little confused, to be honest. Um, that does not sound like a tank to me. Maybe he's just wide, I guess. Maybe that's why he's uh, Maybe. Tank. I was kind of tempted to take the the pretty boy. I don't know. It's like plus 200 it's, dog. It's hard to say that out loud and then you know, really go through with that, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, so let's maybe keep an eye on that. Other than that... Oh, um, is that- God, I've got these guys at five, five and a half, Snake. Really? They're that short. They're little. Oh, yeah. Ryan Garcia's got to be taller than that. The other um, guy might be 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, Ryan Garcia is like 5'11". I told you, it looked like he... You're right, 5'5". Five, five. He looked oh, yeah, like he was five, way five, taller. 28-0. Yeah, Ryan Garcia, 23-0. A lot oh. of knockouts. Um, oh, geez, I'm not even going to look any further. Tank. I got Tank as a southpaw. That's all I needed to know. You like that? Um, Tank also fully tatted. 
yeah, he's uh, Tank's, a, tanks yeah. a bad boy. Legal issues and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's Floyd Mayweather's buddy. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I might just watch. Yeah, we um, might have to uh, find a creative stream to watch that one. Um, but I'll probably I'll probably do something. I'll bet that the fight doesn't go the distance or something just to get in on it. Just to say I ooh, did. Ooh, I like that. Okay, you could talk me into that. Uh, this is great. We'll be watching this together. That's hard to believe. What uh, what time? What do we got for? Uh, That's the other know. part. I have absolutely no idea on. I feel like these things typically. I've watched a couple boxing matches in my life, like when Fury yeah. and Wilder fought. It was very late. I want to say it was like Midnight. one a.m. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. That'll be perfect. Yeah, we'll just be getting started. Pretty much. Um, okay, we're about an hour and a half in. Do we want to try and squeeze? The six rack? I feel like we have to do a six rack. We've All been right. off for three weeks. All right. So let's let's do the six rack. Um, how do we want to describe the six rack? We're actually going, instead of the best, we're going the worst angle. Yeah. It's basically our, the worst six guys in the NFL, our least favorite six guys. Least, yeah, least likable. Yeah, six least... I don't know how to say it, man, but yes, uh, the least, our least favorite, a list of our least favorite NFL players, six of them, a six rack um, of them. Kick I propose that we actually, I actually propose that we try and guess each other's, which I think might be fun. Oh yeah. Alternate picks. Okay. Uh, we might've, we might've kind of spoiled uh, some of them, or I think I, I only up on some of your hints. I only spoiled one of mine because okay. we later and discussed I, they should probably be current players. And I said, my oh, one guy is not oh, a current okay. player, but he probably will be a current player again at some point. Oh, okay. This is that's JJ JJ Watt. Watt. Yeah, okay. which that's okay. self-explanatory. So JJ Watt's not on your list. No, nah, JJ Watt is not on my list. Uh, a relative is though. Uh, I have TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah, TJ Watt. <laughs> and <Okay>. this is <laughs> it's a two for a one catch. special. This, yeah, this is a catch because he's technically honorable mention, and I just have him down as just a more basic JJ Watt. Uh, it's just, it's just almost worse. Yeah. I always think, I just always think about Saquon just toasting him in that uh, big 10 championship game. Every time I see that guy celebrating, I'm just like, man, I Oh, the Wisconsin I can't take, days. Yeah. Can't take this guy seriously. Uh great football player, but does not seem like he'd be fun to hang out with. Um, uh, yeah. So do you want to take a, Oh, that was your guess. Uh, was JJ Watt as well. So is it back to me? I'm going to say you have OBJ on your list. I have OBJ, but he's actually part of a trifecta. Okay. Is this going to be, can I guess who's in the trifecta as well? Is it like Michael Thomas? No, that's a good guess though. You're on the uh, right track. Jarvis Landry. Nope. Good guess. You're on um, the right track. It's diva wide receivers. That's the trio. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're but all like I the think they're person. both out. The two I have are a little bit outside the box. So I don't know. You, you would get them, but it would take a while to guess. You're not going to guess. You're not going to say Diggs, are you? No, but Diggs was probably my fourth. I think Diggs is a deep. I like want to love Stefan Diggs, but it's so hard sometimes. Um, oh, he was four. Wow, that's yeah, that's rough. Um, so I just Mike Evans. No, I don't think Mike Evans is that bad. Is he? Is he tough? I think Mike Evans ends up in prison in the next 10 years. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually went. This is the really obscure one that you wouldn't see coming. Devonte Adams, I think he's a jackass. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't see that coming. No, I uh, 
Devonte Adams is a body language guy for me. I got your other one, uh, Justin Jefferson. No, not Justin. Oh Jefferson. man, I'm a, I'm mostly okay with Justin Jefferson too. Um, I actually went DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, how did I miss this guy? Oh yeah. man, I feel like he was the first guy that puffed in my head, and somehow <laughs> I lost him off my list. Okay, yeah. Let me just give a let me just run back through because I do have a couple comments with each of these guys as far as the Watt brothers that's pretty self-explanatory it's just like nobody's ever tried harder to be like funny and relatable but they're just not it's just not it's just swing and misses with every tweet with every interview uh my goat jj watt moment is definitely the hard knocks like where he dragged the camera crew out there at night and then he went through that routine and then he wrapped the fort minor that that's the (laughs) goat jj watt uh as far as this receiver trio (laughs) <laughs> um, I wanted a quote from you actually to sum these guys up. It's basically the Penn state strength coach where he described Alshon Jeffrey at South Carolina. Do you have the quote? <laughs> it's like no, I think something it to do with like, jackasses. It was like, if you added up, like, um, it was basically like if you took everyone's like level of like, douchebag and added it all together it's still not alshon <laughs> yeah like the like rest of the much, roster added up the rest <laughs> of the roster and this was in college too so we're talking a hundred guys uh south carolina football he said that alshon jeffrey was a bigger douchebag than everyone else combined, combined basically. yeah so uh, that's was a, was a quote from a trainer through somebody through our boy <laughs> buff i think right um <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, that's that is DeAndre Hopkins, right? Basically, that's that's the like the epitome of the diva wide receiver. Yeah, I've got the other guys. I mean, everyone's seen the OBJ antics, and then Devonte Adams. Like even before he assaulted the camera guy, I never liked how he like requested the trade. It's like you want to go lose for Las Vegas Raiders instead of playing on Green Bay. Go for it, buddy. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I want to run through. Uh, I've got the training camp video where he fights with D'Angelo Hall, and he he just keeps saying, I fear God, boy. I don't know if you've seen that. That's tough. (laughs) Wow, how did I forget that? And then there's another video where an opposing coach comes up to him, shakes his hand. He's like being super respectful, and he goes, hey, I just want to say I think you're the best receiver in the league right now. And instead of saying, like, I appreciate that or thank you, he goes, I know. And he says it with a straight face. Then there's the time he caught the Hail Mary against the Bills and he did the post-game interview. I have the quote. He says, he's describing the catch. He says, it was on three people. They were in position. It was just a better catch by I. So he calls himself I. Uh, And then I'm also going to throw in the time Bill O'Brien traded him for a pack of peanuts and everyone said like, oh, Bill O'Brien got fleeced. It's like, does anyone think there's a reason for that? Like, yeah, yeah. He was like, cancer. I'll take, I'll take anyone I can get. He's like, oh, David Johnson can't walk. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe he'll figure it out here <laughs> yeah. and throw in it and throw in a second round pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lastly, the, the obvious one, PED pop, he gets nailed for the Austerine or whatever. And then has Holy the audacity God, yeah. to say, I think he went shampoo, this stuff could be found in shampoo and on like food processor conveyor belts. He goes, I could have got that anywhere, which is actually 
similar to Taylor Lewan, I think, who was an honorable mention on my list. I can't, I can't handle DeAndre. Wow, you touched on everything I wanted to bring up about DeAndre. I, um, as one of your slashes in that little mix, I did have OBJ. I, I just jotted down short things for all these guys. I didn't get as thorough as you just as that was the only one I went deep on as excellent work as you did on that. Um, all I have jotted down for this guy is I think this sums it up. Uh, this is a person that claims, uh, he tore his ACL <laughs> in a knee where he said earlier in the season, he was told he didn't have an ACL. Did you catch this? No, no. <laughs> there was basically a quote where he just, I guess it was this week where he said, yeah, uh, they did an exam on me earlier in the year and they told me I didn't have an ACL. So I was like, well, how did you tear? How did you tear it then? If you didn't have one, like this has not been solved yet. This is still an ongoing. I was actually trying to recall how that went when they won the Super Bowl, Was he playing in the first half and got hurt? He scored the first TD because they hit a monster Score. parlay. Yes. <laughs> nice. And then and then he was crying on the side. He was just crying. Like, ah, yeah. Yeah. And then he just cried the rest of the game. Okay. He's the worst. He he beat up the kicking net and the thing came down and hit him in the face. Seriously, so hard. Yeah. Remember that I've, game where he's like fighting? He was throwing like a temper tantrum with I think it was like Josh Norman the entire game. They were just fighting on the field the whole time. Um he also just came out with a quote. He called himself like an underdog his entire life. I thought that was pretty funny. Guy just signed like a $20 million contract. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he sucks. I think I have one. I think it's on your list, and I think it's a mutual Cam Newton. (laughs) I didn't include Cam Newton in the league. I don't even think that it's fair to include that person (laughs) in like a least favorite like NFL players. That's like maybe least favorite human of all time. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I can't even get into that. Yeah. We've um, already touched on cam. So yeah, I, he's I, on my list. You, gotta, you have this guy on yours. Um, I threw him on mine uh, just with a, just a scumbag. That's all I wrote. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Easy ones. All time. Yeah, so we, don't even, we don't need to go all time con artist. Yeah. People, yeah. people think of that man as like a man of faith and <laughs> man of charity. And he's just a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a he's just a man of the washcloth. That's that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. Um oh, I think this is a long shot, but this could be a mutual as well. Nadamakan Sue. <laughs> I don't have him. I've really cooled off on him in recent years. <laughs> Number one, he hasn't gotten in trouble. Number two, he was on the Eagles and I didn't know it. And number three, <laughs> he's wearing number 73. Like he would just blend it in. <laughs> he me, really, I, was like, I was like, man, I think I like this guy now. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but you are correct. He did really lay low for that last year or two. I think he's yeah. like free agent looking he's for a off. team at this he's, point. He's off for me. He's even off honorable mention for me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Do, uh, you, have, great one, do you have any QBs? Uh, somehow I don't. I have this problem, right? I w- I think I have this issue with putting like someone like Patrick Mahomes or uh, Joe Burrow. Those are the first two that come to my mind because as as someone in the AFC that wants to that wants to get to the Super Bowl, you have to beat those two guys. And these guys, no matter how they act off the field or how annoying it is, some of that is like some of that is envy. I think and. <laughs> Until 
you know, I guess Joe Burrow like pops off and then Josh Allen throws <laughs> for 400 yards and five TDs and Burrow plays terrible. It's just hard for me to, I, I don't know. I just think there's that envy component to it, right? I had to leave him off. All I, right, think. I, the I think there's a level of respect. Yes. Respect the game. Okay. I don't, I didn't have him either. I don't, I have one QB. I think it's the last guy I've yet to name. Uh, do you uh, have any, do you have any white <laughs> linebackers? Um, <laughs> it's a, it's an American travesty, but I don't, I have a white defensive end that you might've skipped over on your list, but this is a correct answer. He's in, he should be in your top six. Uh, Joey Bosa. Oh shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably love yeah. Bosa brothers. Joey Bosa he, particularly. He, yeah. I, I think that somehow he makes Nick seem like a reasonable dude. And I feel like Nick is not a, like, he's not a cool, he's not a cool dude. Um, <laughs> no. Joey is Joey's like a goony looking version of Nick, which is weird. They really don't look that much alike. And <laughs> I think my hot take on Joey is like, this guy is literally a freak. Like he's like, he's like designed and he's designed, uh, in a factory. Like yeah. he's massive. Uh, he is like his intelligence level though, is he just does not <laughs> seem like a smart person. Like him talking after that game where he got kicked out, like the best way for me to describe it would be like, he, <laughs> If there was, if the NFL didn't exist, this guy would be working at either enterprise or as a garbage man. <laughs> yeah, I can't disagree what, with you. What else would I be doing <laughs> <laughs> with that frame and that athletic ability? I don't, what I think the video of him arguing with that <laughs> fan is somehow worse than that interview. Oh. Alan's rough when he's arguing with the fan. Yeah. He's so dumb. And you know, he like, when he got done with that, he was like, Oh man, I just burned that guy. See, I don't know if he did. I think he probably was wearing it on his face a little bit when he walked away from that. Like he's probably like, I wish I would not have got into that one. I feel like he offered nothing the entire time. Like he did a couple, like it was no, it's like arguing with the sixth grader. Or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't, if, I don't if you are. What I am I or something like, yeah. They were bad. That was that yeah, was it's tough. like it's like uh Michael Scott like uh just like repeating what the person said back to him like you know like ten times in a row, like to the yeah. point where they're all like yelling, like, hey, stop doing that, and he just keeps doing it. It's like this Yeah, we're is, not working this with is a not lot. A, this is not an age level appropriate behavior. <laughs> yeah. Twenty seven for the record. Uh good one. What other positions do you have? Um, I have, uh, let's save this guy for last. Uh, I have an <laughs> obvious one receiver divas. I didn't, he was not in your slashes. Uh, Juju. Oh man. The six is just not enough. Juju all the way. Yep. Yeah. With, with no, uh, further elaboration needed. Juju. That guy sucks. I think he's he also a cool ring dude. now too. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I have, how many do you have left? I think I just have my QB left. Let me double check. Oh, uh, all right. I'm going to give you one more. <laughs> I don't know if you'll get either of my other ones. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one of them. Then I'm going to take a stab at yours. I have uh, Jalen Ramsey. Good one. Yep. Jaylen I know he's Ramsey. a Finns guy. I hate that guy. I, I, I think he just always has something to say. I think in general, there's 32 teams in the league. He's probably a top 10 corner. For some reason, he thinks he's like Darrell Rivas, though, and he's is like he leaps and bounds better than everyone is, else. This he's, is just he's, classic. <laughs> it's just like the receiver, but like 
corners that are good seem to age out really fast. So he's, I don't even know if he's that good anymore. Like he's just loud. There's yeah, like that type I, of guy. I think if Jalen Ramsey played on, I don't know. I was trying to think of a shitty team and I would say if he was still on the Jacks, right. Would yeah. we really know who this guy is? I don't think we care anymore. No. Yeah, it's it's that guy sucks. Um, okay, your QB. Uh, I had a I had a thought. Um, is it uh, Russell Wilson? No. Uh, okay. Decent guess, but no. That Russell Wilson's uh, like, I don't know if I can't stand Russell Wilson. He just makes me uncomfortable. I me think. too. Same. Yeah. It's like almost. He's just yeah. Like his. I think he's wife being has, genuine. Like, I think he's no. Uh, no, 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 he's the phoniest. He's the phoniest person on the face he's of the phony. earth, man. Oh, dude, they just came out. His nonprofit organization was like, oh, they lost it was a like few bucks. Four or five of his cronies had all were all making like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, whoops. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not good. That guy is like as phony <laughs> as phony so. can get. Um, My QB is more obvious than that. More obvious than that. Yeah, I really uh, don't like this guy. I feel like I've told you about it several times too. Is he in the AFC? Uh, yeah, he's in our division. Is it Zach Wilson? It's Zach Wilson's replacement. Oh, oh, Rogers. Oh yeah. Well, he's still on the Packers, brother. Sorry. Um, Technically. How did I forget that you had Rogers going? Yeah. Yeah. This guy is like, he's smarter than, he's smarter than the doctors. He's smarter than everyone. Yeah. That's, that's not even my biggest problem. My biggest problem is I think I figured out the comparison. Do you know the episode of The Office where Andy and Aaron, the secretary, start to date? And then Andy gets in front of the camera like to do an interview and goes, we're keeping this low key, blah, blah, blah. I don't want the drama. And then he does a <laughs> bunch of like absolutely attention-seeking things. To at create the drama, yes, at the arcade, yes, yeah. Yeah. date night, Mike. I think that's Aaron Rodgers. It's just like, look at what the media did with this, and then it's also like, but I'm going to a darkness retreat for four days where I have to like shit in the floor on this room, and I'm just gonna meditate, and it's, it's, uh, and I'm gonna take ayahuasca. Like he's putting all this shit out there, and then he's like, look at all these clickbait headlines. It's like dude, you're generating the clickbait every off season. It's the same shit. I don't want to play for this team. He's still kind of in limbo. Like you said, I guess he's still technically on the Packers. Like if yeah, we do yeah. this again and he doesn't go to the jets, I don't think he should be allowed to play. What a twist in this guy ending up being Brett Favre. It's the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same it's guy. Some, I, the, my else. favorite part of the whole saga, this go around was, him basically trying to put the GM on blast. He said, like, oh, they, I assumed I was good to come back, and then something changed when I went to my darkness retreat. And then the GM basically just came out and was like, whoa, like we were trying to contact him and his agent and his manager and so-and-so for the last three months, and they won't answer us. It's basically just like, it's, no, he's full of shit. He is, though. He is full of shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really... I don't know if I'd necessarily trust the Packers, but the fact that they got to the point where they just said, okay, let's just get rid of him. <laughs> it's not I, worth it. Yeah. I can't, can't do it anymore. <laughs> he, he's like, he's won he's MVP amazing. to the last yeah, three years. He's, he's probably he's, the best he's quarterback. probably the best QB <laughs> we'll ever watch. Yeah. Let's just get rid of him. I'm, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that says it yeah. all. Yeah. 
Um, right, so you'll you never one, get. So you got one. You'll left? never get. Yeah, you'll never get it. He's a kicker. Does he have a mullet? Is he play for the Chiefs? No, no, that's the punter. Oh God, how did I forget him? Shit. No, I did not have him. Um, Tommy Townsend, I did not. Um, is he jacked? This is AFC kicker. He's not jacked. He's a bigger guy, I think. Yeah, I'm definitely not good with current kickers. So, it's a Broncos kicker. Oh yes, uh, Brandon McManus. Mc, Mc, McManus. This, yes, this guy is he's like a tool. <laughs> he's like the fakest <laughs> tough guy, particularly on Twitter. Like very basic tweets. It's very JJ Watt esque. He's like huge on crypto, which is <laughs> like perfect. Whatever, so but like. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> and he's even bigger snake. Like he's even bigger on the NFTs and it's particularly this one with like a monkey, but I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like I can't take that seriously. Like you're a grown ass man. And <laughs> it turns out I hate this guy. I forgot what kicked this off. Uh, basically this is April of 2020. Someone tweeted out a thing that was like the NFL is proposing a new model for COVID. Like this is how it would work. And listed some things and one of them was no bye weeks basically like you know you guys don't really need bye weeks you're just gonna like be staying in you know staying with your team you're just gonna stay here or whatever uh and uh he sent out a tweet just like classic tough guy tweet no chance on no bye weeks zero chance so <laughs> i think i remember this yeah this is what i had the burner activated and <laughs> I was we should like, talk furious on here. I was furious. Point, yeah. I was furious about this. I'm just like, what a fake this <laughs> like this is such a garbage tweet. So I said, is this per <laughs> you or your teammates? Because you jog onto the field like six <laughs> times a game. And then I said, actually, probably four or five. Let's be serious. He responded to me <laughs> and he said, This is per me being the union rep for the Broncos. Like, Oh yeah, this is, this is like, I'm like, that's like, he's trying to be a tough guy. Like I'm the union rep for the Broncos. Yeah. Like, I would know. And it's like, no, that's not what I was asking. I was basically <laughs> asking, I don't, we don't care what you say. You're the kicker. I want to know what the other players think. <laughs> and then it was unbelievable, but I had to do some deep dive to find that tweet <laughs> on, the, on the way down though. I actually found your burner account. You also <laughs> responded. And it, oh, says, and it says, and it says, uh, like asterisk has 30 bye weeks in a row. <laughs> and then it says, quote, bro, don't even think about taking my one week vacation from me. <laughs> so, so so I think we were, I think we we're on the same page there. That was uh holy shit, man. That was uh three years ago. <laughs> and, oh, I was uh, just going to say, we should talk COVID burners <laughs> at some point. That was maybe the funniest time period of my life. Like there was nothing to enjoy on TV. And I was just like, I'll just fire up the burner here and tweet at people in the battles yeah. you could get in. That was tremendous oh content. God. <laughs> yeah. The, the, bur the burner era was all time. I was just thinking about how I I knew Scott Van Pelt would take the fish bait because he's just constantly <laughs> fighting. And I actually got him at one point and it was like and then he was on like pardon my take shortly after. <laughs> I was terrified 
they specifically asked him like do you engage with burners or something like you still it was it was a wild (laughs) it was a wild moment dude snake my heart rate was like 150 when you sent me that clip (laughs) because because i was like oh my god it's happening it was almost like they saw he's about to be like this philly guy (laughs) came at me today Uh, yeah and i think i've responded to him like with some just outrageous take and then he took the bait and then i immediately just came back and was like wow i'm like a satirical burner but that was a great like that was a great response or something and then he just didn't reply to it or something but so i thought he was specifically going to mention that on the podcast that was absolutely that was wild i still remember that where i was sitting when you sent me that and i was like oh my god he's gonna say it He's gonna say it. He was, and he was about to too. I felt like uh, yeah, he bit his tongue a little bit. I felt like the one of them was just egging him on, like say it, say it, like come on, you want to tell us? And he was like, "Ah, yeah, like yeah, and he just didn't do it. I mean, he gets in it with a lot of like no names on Twitter, but for that particular like week long stretch, I feel like there was only like two or three interactions, and I was one of them. So it's like (laughs) I might have caught him here. Um. All right, we're going to end up incriminating ourselves. So we'll save the COVID Twitter burners for another time. We can go back and look at the highlights of those maybe. Uh, I think that's it then. So that's all the you emptied the six rack on the yes, sir. least favorite NFL guys. Um, this is a long episode is, as is. So we will wrap it up and I'll just, I'll give you a, I'll give you a DOA. I think I had here a little bit. I got a Travi for you as well. All right. We'll do them quick. Uh, you may not know this guy, Mike, the mailman from Penn state. He's alive. Didn't someone bring him up recently? Yeah. I saw him in an article recently. He is alive. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. All right. And the Travia, anybody else? Oh, uh, Travia. I have, uh, who's, you should know this. Who's the only player to win two Heisman's. Uh, oh yeah, I know this. It's recent. QB. <laughs> no, incorrect. It's recent though. No. Oh, maybe I'm 80s? thinking of, I must have been thinking of Johnny Manziel did it. He didn't do it. 70s or 80s. Uh, oh, don't quote me on that. Actually, it might be 80s. I think. I don't know. I'm blanking. It's uh, Archie Griffin. Okay. Running back. Yes, Ohio State running back. I think he, I think he's the only got to win two Heisman's. Uh, my trivia is: When's the last time he scored a touchdown? In college or NFL? Ever? Either or. <laughs> okay, so he played. In some I'd say league. I'd say ever. I'd say ever. Ninety-two. No, so it was actually April fifteenth of twenty twenty-three. Uh, he scored a touchdown in the Ohio State spring game. <laughs> They run him out there? Was he padded? They did. They did. He was not padded. He looked old though. He had the like the sh- shopper sign going where he was like bent over at the waist. Um, he ran. He housed one. Um, and they did it just so they could like almost close the gap on the score, so the score was a little bit closer. It was kind of a stunt. That's the best thing I've heard all day. Um, but since you gave it to me, when's the last time Yamir Yager scored a goal? NHL or any any league? Just- <laughs> Okay. Uh, today, right? Yeah, he's he's still playing. 
So he, <laughs> I believe he's coaching and playing somebody. So just in case you're wondering what 51-year-old Yamir Yager is up to, he's scoring goals. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's the pod, episode 30. Todd Gurley. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Um, hit the hotline. We've been off for a couple of weeks, so I'm sure that thing is full. We'll read it all next week. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 424242-9156. Let yeah. us know if you knew that uh, a rooster and a hen were both chickens. Uh, let <laughs> us know uh, any sort of uh, any sort of things you want to hear as far as, um, what do we call that? Life's Greatest Mysteries. Um, I think next week we should touch on Tangier for what it's worth. I did dial up some stuff on that. I don't yeah, know. we just skip in two weeks. We had a little too much material to run through. Um, so Tangier is next week. Send me your PGA championship winners. Um, I'm going to that in a few weekends. I do I do need to know who's going to win. Out of way, Trav. And send us – if anyone took the Seattle Sea Dragons, please let us know about that. And send us anything else you want. And I, I apologize, I didn't get a chance to run through all the texts I got here over the past few weeks. So next week for those as well. All right, thanks for tuning in. What a good place to be. Don't believe that. Speak a different language and it's never so we are.